And that's why they call it the Death Raptor. What's going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians in Baylor, Slowdown, Rockmore, and Sunglass in Atlanta, Georgia. I am Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm Dan Ray. I'm actually having a Death Raptor Killer IPA by Monday Night Brewing, which is, you know, what inspired that current tag. Are those neckties? Uh, and it's Monday night. Because we're recording on Monday night. It's yeah. Monday night brewing, so it, it felt night. appropriate. Monday night, because this is uh, Thanksgiving week. So you know, we it, it can be. You can either get you get like the uh, kind of the half seas episode. You know, we've been we've been real busy. Yeah. Like just this, I feel like we had the luxury of a year and a half where like nothing was going on. He's <laughs> like, you want to record? Sure, yeah. why not? I, I ain't got anything else to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, now I feel like some some things are shorter than others, but you know. Hopefully, we can kind of ride the rest of this year out and kind of get back on, you know, a fairly normal schedule. But <laughs> that ain't happening tonight, my friend. Uh, G- so I'll go ahead and recap mine because your recap pretty much is the uh, the meat of the episode, I would <laughs> yeah, say. Wouldn't you agree? So. Yes, so, yeah. Um, my weekend was uh, was just like a normal weekend. I, uh, I, I did nothing. Um, I did forget to mention that um, I got a, uh, a message like, hey, man. Uh, can you be at this venue um, in like an hour in the, on Wednesday? And I was like, I am literally on the opposite side of the country. Mm. Um, so that didn't happen, but it was just, you know, I, it is nice. It's nice to, to, to be asked, you know? I guess. Maybe a little warning next time. Well, you know, sometimes you just got to be in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. And um, I was in the wrong place and that's okay. Yeah. I had the best reason to not be available. Because yeah. I was literally not there. Yeah, I think you were having a blast where you were. So, and that can that and that happens. I think a lot of times we can feel bad about turning stuff down, but sometimes you turn something down, you're like, I feel good about this. Yeah, this is the right choice. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, nothing else really going on. Um, you know, the band is uh, in communication because we've got a, this. Uh, we got a holiday party this coming, not this Friday, but the Friday after or the second. Um, uh, and that's the currently the last gig of the year. If something crazy happens between now and then, maybe something else pops up. But um, we're putting together an 80s and 90s set, and uh, that's going to do it for us. So, okay, uh, gigs already been paid for. Everybody's just you know we're just sitting on the money for now. So that's a that's a good place to be. That's right. And um, that's all I've got for the rest of this one. How about you, Dan? Well, how did uh, how'd your new exercise go? You did something new. And stuff happens. So tell us all about it. I did. I did. I'm going to start by saying we had a gig last uh, Saturday, this Saturday. Last Saturday. Yeah, two, didn't you? Well, it was a back to back at the same event. So it was a holiday market thing. And they wanted to put on a couple of bands for two hour sets. And I said, well, I got a couple of bands. Look at you. <laughs> and so they booked the new Strange for a two hour set of our normal party fun stuff. And then Cold Iron Ray for a two hour set of holiday acoustic. And, um, uh, the, I gotta say, um, the band set was probably our, I haven't counted, but fifth or sixth or seventh gig, something, something yeah. in there. You guys are still fairly green, fairly green, but I'll tell you the, the, the effect of being on stage together, the tightening that happens, the cleanliness that starts to emerge is definitely, definitely happening. It was the best we played ever. Uh, felt the best, had the most fun, was the loosest, you know, tight, tightest playing, loosest feeling. You know, which is really where you want. That's a sweet spot. Um, and it was just great. Just super killer. We felt great. Everybody felt great. Um, then we did a, a two-hour, um, like I say, acoustic holiday music. And that was um, fun. The music was a little, I don't know, it wasn't as tight as the other. And Taylor and I didn't sort of have our shtick fully worked out. But but we got through it. And uh, particularly, we did a, um, 
Oh, Holy Night, which builds that. Well, yeah, man, we just nailed that big, and it was very impressive. So that was the that was the highlight musically of of that set. Um, what key do you play that in? I don't remember. Whatever the chart says. Okay, because I feel like the like the original key is like C. I mean, it's like could be. It's crazy high. The, I don't. I think I moved it down some so I could get the main melody, and then Taylor maybe. harmonizes over me. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's a good one. That's that's um that's like one of those like old school church things. Mm-hmm. Like in our like growing up as a as a as a child, mm-hmm. um it was like this. We they called it the greening of the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Um to you know speak. <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll we'll do it like Matt Berry. The greening of the sanctuary. <laughs> uh anyway, the uh it was like this big thing where like all of the like the the little itty bitty kid choirs and the middle school choir and the high school choir and the adult choir all get together we sing this song and mm-hmm. it's this big this big production so you know over the course of my life i sang every part in every <laughs> section of that song yeah so yeah oh holy night that's a big one it's a good one it's a good one yeah yeah we did it well um fantastic let's see that was that was one out of uh so there are two yays and two yays and one boo out of the out of the whole show the second okay. yay is that it was my first show using my guy justin who is um, we're calling him technical manager, because yep. um, Rody is a little bit reductive, and um, it was his first time out with us, first time doing it, and so it was uh, training day on the setup, and um, even talking him through everything of it, and pointing at this, and do, good do that, and good have this, and that goes into there, and these cables come from here, and um, even with all that, he saved me probably a third of the time of setup. Cause we were each able to do a, set up a main together. Like it, this goes mm-hmm. here and this goes into that and plug into this and that cable comes out of here and we were able to do it in lockstep. And, uh, and then, um, <laughs> then the best thing was I handed him my keys. Yeah. I said, there's still stuff in the car that I'm going to realize I need. Just hold my keys. And I sent it in my car, which was not even like half a block away. Um, yeah. cause the parking lot was full of vendors and shops and little things like that. Um, he ran to my car three, four times for me and I didn't have to, I could just stand right there and do what I was doing right in front of me and not have to, oh God, I forgot the thing in the, ah. I could send him for that. It was fantastic. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end of the night, and this was my mission, you know, well, my, my big goal with this is mostly about end of the night where people want to talk to me and I want to talk to them and it's important yeah. networking and it's an opportunity to sell and it's, it's a really crucial moment. And I have always kind of skipped it because I hated what it did to my loadout time. And I hated the fact. Well, yeah, you have a job to do. Yeah. You know? Like I got to, you know, come, if you want to come talk to me while I'm winding cables, that's cool. But like I got cables to wind. Um, and not only do you have a job to do, but you got a job to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's work. Like there's work happening. Stand there while sure. I lift this heavy thing. Um, last note played. We all kind of high-fived. And yep. he jumped right in there and he started tearing stuff down and putting it in their bags and put, putting it, you know, stacking it up and getting it ready to get on the cart and move out to the car. And, uh, and I, people came up and wanted to talk to me and I looked around and saw that things were handled and I talked with them. I wow. sold us into uh, probably a neighborhood party at some point, a little later in the spring and, um, just a bunch of stuff like people wanting to meet us and get to know us. And I gave out the card a bunch of times and, um, it was that, it was that thing that I've always wanted to be able to do but never had space to at the end of the night and so um by the time i well, let, let me ask you a practical question yeah, dan yeah. do you think that the extra money that you paid that person to help you do that thing uh inevitably is going to uh net you more business because you had the freedom to 
do the social thing and the networking thing and the closing of the deal thing. I'm very certain of it. I'm very certain. Wow. I'm paying him, I'm paying him like a band member. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, so for this show that was, um, you know, not, I mean, it's not important. That, I mean, the dollars and cents aren't necessarily important, but it's the, cause it, cause it really actually scales to pretty much any, you know, up to, sure. up to like pork tornadoes level <laughs> where, where sure. it's the, whole, the economics are all different. But for those of yeah. us in sort of a, uh, your, your typical band. Yeah. Does having somebody who you pay like a band member to deal with that stuff so you can handle marketing networking. Yeah. Yeah. I have no doubt that in the long term that's going to pay off hard. Well, and to be clear, it's, it's not just about that. It's about delegation. Yes. And delegation uh, can look like lots of different things in lots of different areas of your band business. Um, you know, I think for a lot of us, we, you know, we we start something from the ground up. We're the person, we're the ideal person, we're the concept person, but we're also like the logistics person. And we might be doing we we might be wearing all the hats. Yeah. And um, I know I held on for way too long on a lot of components of members only's operation. Right. And my, like my ultimate goal over the past few years has been to let go of things and, you know, hopefully free my being there when you play sometimes. Sure. Because ultimately I believe in the product that we have built so much so that I don't think I am the linchpin that makes it happen. Yeah, exactly. And I can't say that was always the case, but I am getting closer to that idea and getting closer to that that goal. Yeah. And so the more that I can let go of, the more opportunities I give other people in in our circle to do what they're very good at. Because I'm really bad at lots of things. Yeah. But I was still doing them. Me too. Yeah. And if I could find somebody to do something that they can do and that they may do better than I do, ultimately everybody benefits from that. Right. You know? Right. And that's the hard thing. We got to figure that out. We got to figure that out. I see, you know, in my professional life, the best bosses I've ever had have been people who knew that the mission they were on was bigger than them and required skills they didn't have. And they brought in the right people and made sure they had what they needed and stayed out of their way. And, you know, it's something to aspire to. Yeah. It's hard. To, you know, what, the hard part is letting go always. Well, right. And, and the only, the only thing that's worse than, um, than letting go is letting go. And, and then your, um, your insecurity or your, uh, concern is proven out. So, you know, maybe you spent a lot of time yeah. talking yourself into letting something happen and then you like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then it doesn't work. And you're like, see, right. I told you right. yeah. that's bad. That's bad. You, that you should do whatever you can to avoid being in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Try not to do that. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or to let the conclusion you draw then convince you never to try it again or something. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that was, that was the, uh, those are the two yays. Um, the, the challenge, the hard thing walking out of there was that, uh, Adam and I, for, the, for those of you only listening to us, Adam and I are on FaceTime so he can see this. Note the fat stacks. Ooh. So, um, at the end of the night, homie handed me cash, which I hate. I hate. I never go to the bank. I never spend cash. Um, I paid my banded Venmo out of my 
out of what's in my bank account. And now mm-hmm. I have to go to the bank to put this in the bank. So stupid. Why? It is, Why do we it do is this? Kind of, Why? Well, I like in my world, like my, um, you know, my bank doesn't, like my business bank doesn't have a, right. an ATM component. Yeah. What do you do when someone pays you cash? You just hand it around? Or you like, you end up, you kind of like round robin it, yeah. you move it, you know, into your personal account and then move your personal stuff into your yeah. business one. It's a little messy. Yeah. Or you just kind of like, it can, for me, it's, it's usually just like fun money. I'm like, all right, well, I got, I got walking around money. I got, <laughs> got coffee money. I got, got beer money. I got, yeah. you know. Yeah, I have I have accumulated nice a lot of tip money over the last several months because I literally just I don't go to the bank to put cash in. It's just not I have yeah. no habit around it or practice around it. So I've actually stacked up like a couple hundred bucks in tip money, just nice. kind of sitting around the house. And now I got this, so it's going to be I'm going to go drop some. They're going to look at me real strange when I come to <laughs> deliver like a wad of cash that tall. But uh, yeah, I mean, they've seen they've seen. I, I'm I'm a stripper. It's fine. Um, the uh. Other thing is trying to figure out how to pay people for this gig. So mm-hmm. the, the the deal was it was five hundred dollars for the three piece band for two hours. Mm-hmm. Taylor couldn't make it then; she had a conflict with the first part of the night, which is why we yep. played. So we played three piece, two hours, five hundred dollars, and then two hours me and Taylor for two fifty. All right, now now give me a second. I'm gonna have to start doing some. I know. Here we are. Math. This is this is me writing out the uh, like we were talking about this the other day. I know. So yeah, you've got seven fifty total. Yep. All right. Three of us in so, five hundred of it, and two of us in two fifty of it. So three x for five hundred, yep. and then two x two fifty, yep. and then Justin. Ooh, yeah. what do you do with him? Right, because he was there the whole time. So. Yeah, so here's what I, I would say. Yeah, oh, good. What would you say? What would you do? All right. Well, if we're doing the math this way, we're talking. Uh, let's see. Five hundred divided by three is one sixty six. Yep. Two x by two fifty is one twenty five. Yep. Um, but you've got one other person. Right. Do you? Do you take? 500 divided by th- four and then here's what i did well oh here's the other thing right. i forgot to mention 66 dollars in tips what do you do with that all right so in my world the tips are are evenly split it doesn't matter here's what i ended so, up doing. here's what i ended up doing all right 806 dollars sorry 816 dollars the mm-hmm. total take divided by five okay $153.220 a piece. I took a little bit of a bath because by any other kind of math, I got paid for two sets and everyone else only got paid for one. Unless yeah. Justin maybe gets paid for two sets for being there the whole time. It's like the, at some point, the logic of who deserved and how the, uh, no, I just took all the money. You, and you, you don't, you don't want to get into that argument. No, no, either. no. Because no. it's just gross. Yeah. And if it's me taking the bath, then we're fine. Like, I don't Because you it. are, yeah. And it, it's kind of too, it's, it's twofold because, you know, ultimately as, as the people who are like putting their name out there as the, you know, the, the runner or the leader or whatever, like ultimately like your obligation is twofold. It's to your clients yep. to make sure that they are happy with, you know, the product that they get, but it's also to the people who work for you. Yeah. And sometimes 
the best thing for you to do as the band leader is to prioritize your people over yourself yeah. as a way to show them how much they are of value to you. That's right. That's right. So, that's um, right. I mean, and, and, and especially in, <laughs> I don't want to extrapolate excessively from that, but, um, yeah. today's labor market is telling the opposite to people, right? I went it's to true. the, the good target in town yesterday <laughs> and it was a disaster in there. Every aisle had like three or four things from some whole other part of the store just sitting yeah. there that nobody cleaned up. Things were like, the place was just a, a bomb went off in there. It was just, it was a disaster. And I'm really not used to seeing that at Target, but it was clearly like massive staffing problems. And I mean, I don't want to be the guy who says just pay people, but just pay people. Like you can solve this. Yeah. So, it's true. We're going to get mad emails about that, I'm sure. But no, I mean, I, you know, we, we get inquiries about stuff. And when you're talking with like potentially like agents and like, you know, Let's talk about like, you know, inflation and that kind of thing. It's like, we're just kind of a flat rate group. Like we fall into this particular category. For me, I don't feel comfortable asking for more than we already get until we are offering something in addition to what we currently provide. Does that make sense? It's, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's valid. It's valid. I mean, the other, the other approach is to test the top end of your, draw you know what's possible in the market sure but like we've just we just kind of fit in a sweet spot yeah and as much as i would love to like you know up our rates every time like i feel like the rates that we charge are still worth my time every time we do it yeah so it doesn't like more money does not solve any of my problems necessarily you know yeah yeah Except where maybe there it, it, more money would solve one of your people's problems. Yeah. Right. So then that would be a value. But or you know the the PETA factor, which we've already talked about a, a number of times. Actually, that was a that was a conversation we had in the uh, in the Slack channel this week. Yeah. Um. Yeah. One of our one of our newer guys is like, I do weddings all the time, and I don't like them, <laughs> and I feel bad because I know a lot of people would like them, but I don't. Should I yeah. stop doing them? Yeah, and he does. We were all kind of like, what was it? it? Was like well, four or five a month, right? Something. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's it's, it's, it's his gig, big it's his thing. Yeah, for sure. But that's a lot. That's a lot, and weddings are a lot. One wedding that I just DJed was a lot. Yeah, we did two weddings one weekend. I only participated in one of them, and and it, it was a lot. Yeah, I can't imagine doing five of them a month. I mean, I have every this month. vision that you get things on lock and have it really dialed down, but then you know, every wedding's going to be a little different. There's going to be. Different songs to learn, different order to do things in, you know. You know, sometimes you order um, a French tip and you get tacos. <laughs> you get tacos, you know? Yeah, it happens. It happens. It does happen. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's um, there's a lot of things that you, you need to take into account. But, like, ultimately, uh, the, 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 ter- the term I kind of like or, like, the, the place I like to be is I, I like to talk about value more than pricing. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, value is where you as a business person have the most leverage, honestly. Yeah. And, and, and so you are either pro- you're either providing value to your vendors or your clients. You're providing value to your people who work for you. And if you can find the sweet spot where you can do both for everybody, like that to me is the is where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. And value is the one thing you can inflect, you know, 
Yeah. You can cast a, a price tag out there and hope, but value is the one thing you can always dial up, you know, and I, and yeah. I, and, you know, earlier in my band career, um, prior to meeting you, prior to meeting Mike, like I would have said, I'm, you know, I do what a band can do. I do what a bar band is, but yeah. having spent time in this community and having spent time having conversations with us, like I'm clear there's, there's way more room to grow way more. And I can always push into that. And when I do, it'll be, you know, it'll draw the kind of pay that's commensurate with that value. Yep. Um, and I don't have to do that. I can choose to stay exactly where I am. That's fine too. So, um, I do like looking at that way. That's the one thing you really have control over is what you provide. A hundred percent. And I, and I, and again, I'm much more comfortable talking with potential clients about value yeah. over pricing. Yeah. We don't compete over pricing, but I can, I can show you the value of, you know, hiring my band over somebody else's. Right. Right. So, yeah. Cool, man. You know, I, I know that, uh, I know the, I know that feeling, I know the feeling of having one less thing on your plate, Mm -hmm. um, at the end of the night and it feels good. Um, even if it goes away, like it has for me, (laughs) um, it still feels good and it's nice to have the option. Um, and I don't, I don't begrudge that actually Ben, actually our, our former sound guy who is currently on the road with Kirk Franklin. I don't know if you know who that is. He's a, it's like a gospel right. uh, guy, um, but like he's playing. They're doing arenas right now. Cool. And he was like, "Yeah, I bet you miss me hauling that thing around." I was like, "Don't remind me, man. I don't. <laughs> I didn't need that. I didn't need that on a, on a Friday morning." Shade at me here. I will say this too. Um, it's going to be perfect because I can leave a band gig with the acoustic setup in my car. Yeah. Everything else will fit into his. We just traded out the lock on the storage unit for a combination lock. So ah. he doesn't even need me to be there with a key. I don't need to make a key for him. Um, so he can get there on his own time. Charlie, my drummer can get there on his own time. Like we don't have to coordinate loading into there. Um, so yeah, life just got a lot simpler. I think that rips, man. I'm, yeah. I'm happy yeah, for it's you. Gonna be good. It's going to be you good. Know, I mean, everything's, uh, everything's coming together. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And then next weekend, of course, we're playing that, um, not wedding. The wedding already happened. Yep. This is a announcement of the wedding. It- isn't it? It's just a. Um, it's an. It's a uh, extended uh, reception, yeah, right? Post honeymoon reception. Why not? Yeah. The, to which some people Do don't it. know what they've been invited to. That's okay. Yeah. Already, so, already been paid for it. Already distributed the money. It's gonna be a good so little party. Good. Yeah, I get to hang Love out with. Um, you know, the, the 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 bride. She's still a bride. She's been married for six months. I guess. I mean. It, she's the lady in the white dress lady, that, you know, I don't know what she's going to wear. I, I don't no idea, but she's lady. She was one of my regulars for the trivia in Lexington. And so yep. it's that whole group of friends is doing that. So I get to hang out with them. Some in Asheville t- uh, over the weekend and, um, that'd be fun. And so, yeah, be a good time. Good pay. Well, good trip. Yeah. And you know, every time you kind of have those moments where you get to kind of level up a, a bit, it, it, um, it builds momentum. It's it's a it's a thing that you know yeah. will ultimately, you know, benefit you guys as you know as it can, and that's awesome. Yep. Yep. Onward and upward. I'm hoping that happens for the rest of uh, rest of y'all out there. There we go. Speaking of onward and upward, we got ourselves a review. Whoa! Hallelujah! Um, and I I also wanted to note that we uh, we got a very nice email. Um, from Christine Moser, who reached out to us a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about um, some stuff around her group, mm-hmm. and um, 
she uh she she reached out and was said she dropped a review. This is not hers. Uh, ha- apparently hasn't landed yet. But this one is in Apple Podcasts Australia, Ooh, which we don't normally get to see, but we have these little back end things. And it says five stars, must listen content, and then it says Patreon community advice is also invaluable. How about that? And that is Dirty Thrill via Apple Podcasts Australia, but probably one of our Aussie friends who is in the uh, in the Patreon group. The, but the Patreon Slack is international these days, so it's uh, we are all yeah. we are we just like Pitbull. We are also Mister um, Worldwide. Yeah. Yeah, I've been everywhere, man. Love it. So yeah, um, we uh, we 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 broke the uh, the January slump, and <laughs> we got one in November. So if you haven't done that already, please do so. Yeah, Eleven months is a long time to go without a review, but uh, it is it is. So it's great that um, we we broke the slump. But let's uh, let's hopefully we can get something a bit more frequent from from everybody out there. Here's something. And uh, you know, all, the only thing left to do this week is to uh, to eat some turkey and um, maybe, hopefully, not get into it with your family about whatever it is you guys yeah get into it about yeah yeah let that uncle say that thing it's fine it it really doesn't hurt anybody other than um let nope you know what we're not gonna go there <laughs> I will say this though um there is a movie on Amazon Prime uh, called The People You Hate at a wedding huh. or something like that. It's got uh, Ben Platt, Allison Janney, uh, and uh, Kristen Bell in it. Okay, and it is a wild <laughs> R-rated movie. Okay. And uh, Amber and I watched it last night and enjoyed it very much. So good. Um, and if you want to see uh, terrible people do terrible things mm. uh, for your amusement, and who does? It is a great thing to watch. Yeah, good, cool. Well, I got nothing else to offer. Nope, I'm done. I need to like pick up a guitar and just feel like I'm doing a thing at like I just haven't done that a whole lot. You should do that just it's for fun. sport. Yeah, that's no, good. Uh, I should. Well, maybe I'll do that as soon as we get off here. Good folks. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate each and every one of you. If you'd like to support us, you can do any of the things that our good buddy Adam from the Van Band is about to tell you. But uh, for now. I'm going to call it for this week. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You have been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast for the week of November 25th, 2022. Have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, don't get trampled on Black Friday. And have a great Cyber Monday, there you go. I guess. Yeah. Okay, bye. And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. You subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all their socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of The New Strange, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins! 
The lawsuits. The behind the scenes goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at VAMBAND. That's V-A-M BAND. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VAMBAND.com. We started in 2019. We play funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown in Southeast Florida. I play guitar and backup vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit CoverBandConfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it for Adam Moskowitz. It's in Boca Raton, Florida. That was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing! <laughs>